All right, everybody, welcome back to the End Times podcast with your host, Kyle, here. Um, I just wanted to say I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, guys, I mean, we had a great Christmas in Houston. Um, got to see some friends and family that I haven't seen in a while. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys had a good and Merry Christmas spending time with your friends and family. Um but I did want to say that this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be very heavy. Um, it's going to be things that not a lot of people these days are going to agree with. Um, but it's something that everybody needs to hear, especially us as Christians. Um, today, we're going to talk about a very controversial topic. Um, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but this is how we roll here. Um but it just really needs to be heard by the church. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the ad that we need to get. Um, we need to get out of the way and then we will just go ahead and, and get this episode rolling. All right, guys. So like I said in the previous segment, we've got quite the topic to top talk about today. Um, so this episode is going to be titled hated by many um the reason why um is it has to do with the scripture that we are reading today as well as it has to do with the things that are going on in the world today um so i'm gonna go ahead and read out of mark's gospel um i'm gonna read out of um mark 13 chapter 13 verse 9 you must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must be preached to all the nations. Wherever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand, but what to say. Just say whatever is given to you at the time, for it is not you to... It is. For it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death and father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. All men will hate you <clears throat> because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. All right. So we, we end there on verse 13. Now, this is a very scary piece of scripture as uh as it as you see so like i said today's podcast is titled hated by many um now when come when when talking about the return of christ and his second coming he describes a series of events that will take place before the son of man can appear in the clouds one of them talking about persecution oh no kyle you you, you persecution. I said it, persecution. That is one thing that many people do not want to hear, especially the modern day Christians. Okay. What it said in the scripture, we will be hated by many. We will be hated because of our faith in his name. We will be hated because we believe in his name. Um, It says all of us will be hated because we acknowledge his name and respect his name. And there's go- a few events going on around the United States. Um, 
And yeah, I said the United States even, there's events going on with persecution of Christians. But not only in the United States, there's one particular case that comes from the UK. There was a woman standing outside of an abortion clinic where she was silently praying to herself in her head. And somebody saw her doing this. She was standing outside of an abortion clinic where somebody saw her doing this and they reported her. And they were asking her, were you praying? And who were you praying to? Pray? I know, I know, yes, she was praying. And this can be kind of, what are the word? What's the word? Um, this could, this could be misleading. Some people can just be like, okay, maybe she's just self-meditating. I mean, when you're praying to yourself in your head, that's, it's a form of meditation. You're, you're, you're talking with the Holy Spirit. For this person to come out, see this lady who was not doing anything to anybody. And she was being persecuted because of just praying. I mean, it's un- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> and this is happening all over the place. Because eventually at some point, this book, the Bible, will be the thorn in the flesh of society where they will believe that this book is influential and in that reason for Christians um, influential for Christians to use, but it will be seen as offensive to the narrative that the society is bringing to light as of right now. But Christians are filled with the Holy Spirit and produce love. The Holy Spirit gives you a kind of joy which I have experienced more in this past semester um, than I have ever have in my 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 walking in Christ. Um, I've dove into the Word more. Um, I've done more Bible studies. I'm I'm going on way more. Um, I'm I'm going to church way more um, than I used to, and I've allowed the Holy Spirit to try <clears throat> to do work on me. And he has given me a tremendous amount of joy that I tell you that before I started diving into the word as a Christian, I wasn't living the Christian life and I was getting mad. I was holding a grudge. I wasn't the, I wasn't the Christian that I needed to be. I wasn't showing the world what God was doing through me. If anything, I was, I was kind of, I had kind of had my back on God. Now I'm kind of, I've opened myself up to him. He's done a work in me, um, which is amazing. It's amazing what God can do in just such little time. Um, and I and I would argue. I would argue with stuff over the smallest things. But the Holy Spirit gives you a sense of joy where you have these kind of arguments and you don't pick fights. You're just kind of there to resolve and calm the manner. Um so, so where where are we going with all of this? I'm I'm going with this in this way because not only was this woman charged, but she was also ostracized and criticized for her faith. And she, being the woman and a Christian woman that she was, overall seems to have a forgetting forgiving spirit. Okay, and what is one thing that Christ told us to do when people go against us? We are to forgive our enemies, pray for our enemies, 
that's that's one of the commandments. Uh, it, it says, love your enemy, love thy neighbor. That's what we are supposed to do. Even though they are against us and they are our enemy, they are here to, we are here to love. We are here to spread love and joy and the truth of Christ. Now, I this was going on in the UK, but I wanted to share something that's coming out of the United States, okay? The land of the free, freedom of religion, quote unquote. Um, is it persecuting the church? All right. So we remember in the high, uh, in the peak of COVID in 2020, um, where churches were not allowed to open their doors because they saw, saw that as a super spreader event. And pastors were getting arrested for opening their doors and allowing people to attend their churches. Okay. That's kind of, that's kind of stopped a little bit, but the story that I'm about to share with you comes out of Virginia, um, where they were at a school board meeting discussing curriculum and how the teachers were sharing books about transgenders and LGBTQ narratives. A parent stood up and quoted some scripture, which in result, um, which resulted a 19-year-old student in the high school to start a position to stop so-called hate speech in the schools. This peti- this petition, as of now, has 887 signatures from the last time I checked to ban all sorts of hate speech. Okay. Now, there's a problem with this. Because last time I checked, this Bible is the only tool for salvation and the security of humans. It's the only the book with it's the only book of truth. So when the Bible becomes a tool for the opposing side or the enemy to call out and say it is full of offensive and it is hate speech and that it should not be quoted in a public setting like this, it's a problem. It's a problem because this is the only book that has that is alive and it is coming true and it is coming true right now you can see it with a lot of people where people where there people come up to you and scoff at you and say where's the promise of his coming that is bible prophecy being played out right there take a picture with those people they're famous there are walking living breathing bible prophecy coming to light Listen, everybody, especially we as Christians, will be hated by many. Remember the story I told y'all a couple podcasts ago about being equipped, telling you about that lady that came down to the river whose life we saved, and that it was it was God's will for us to be there at that river that night, and how she was screaming at us and telling at us and, and blaspheming us and cussing at us and saying all these things? We will be hated by many. And I remember one of my buddies was talking to me, love, love to be hated. Love to be hated. Very interesting. It's our duties as Christians to love them, even though it may seem that you don't want to love them. That's the flesh. It is of the flesh to seek out revenge and to get somebody back. It is a sign of the flesh. Now, I will say this 
many Christians have been asking quite a few times. I'm, I'm kind of sh shifting gears here. Why do Christians hate gays? That's a very controversial question. A very controversial question. Why do Christians hate gays? I get asked um, by many non-believers as well as believers this question. Why do we dislike gay people? I'm going to go, I'm going to go from my personal point of view here, okay? <clears throat> because the things that you see on the news, they're showing the bad, the people that don't fully have a, a saving knowledge or don't have a 100% knowledge of how we are supposed to act as Christians. Let me tell you this. This is my person. If somebody were to walk up to me and be like, you're a Christian? Why do you hate gay people? This is what I would tell them. I don't hate gay people. I don't dislike gay people. The Bible tells me I'm supposed to love gay people. Love thy neighbor. Tells me in the, in the commandments. Love thy neighbor. It's I love them, but I don't necessarily agree with their ideals. <clears throat> I don't agree with their ideals, but as a Christian... I'm going to sit here and I'm going to love them and I'm going to shepherd them until the Lord is going to not allow me to do that anymore. Meaning he's going to bring me home. Gay, the LGBTQ community needs saving. They need salvation in Christ. They're confused. But then some people will be like, but but it was it was it was pounded into their mind. What if they're what if they are Christian? Okay, then they don't really know the scripture very well. Okay, because this is where people get mixed up and they're like the the the, the Bible is so offensive. Okay, okay. Listen, if you're if you're gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, and you're listening to this podcast, you are so welcome here, and I'm glad you're here. But I will say this, all creation is created by God and we are created in his image. Okay. We are God's creation and it's, it was meant by him to have a man and a woman together so they can create and procreate a baby that is genetically human. And when you start messing with creation, you start taunting the creator. Okay, so if you're gay and a Christian, you might want to check out your faith just a little bit and start reading the word and start to figure out what it is and what it means to be a Christian. Because you could just throw that word out. Oh, I'm a Christian. I, I had a conversation with one of my buddies not too long ago. <clears throat> and he threw that word around. He was like, yeah, I'm Christian. He, he professed to be a Christian. And then I, uh, this conversation led to him telling me that it converted to Islam. The thing is about Christianity, you can tell people all you want that you're Christian, but you don't fully understand their heart. Where's their heart? Is their heart truly with Christ? Do they fully have a saving knowledge and faith in salvation in Jesus Christ? Or are they just saying that? 
Because now these days you don't truly know where a person's heart is. It's hard for me to 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 fully <clears throat> acknowledge somebody as being a Christian unless they show me that they are a Christian. Christianity is 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 not just a walk of faith, but it's it's a walk of it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's how we did accepting Yeshua into our hearts fully make us a different person? Or are we just saying that? Or did we just grow up in the church and we're saying that we're Christian because we grew up in the church? Just something just something to think about. Like where, let me ask you all this. Where is your heart truly, like where, where truly is your heart? Is it in the Lord or is it somewhere else? Is it in sin? Is it in, immortality is it in sexual immortality is it in witchcraft is it there's so many different ways to where your heart can fully be is your heart in the in the world or is it of the lord listen you can be a good person all you want but that doesn't mean you're living in christ are you following yeshua L- listen this is what i want to say right now why am I calling Christ Yeshua? Because that's his real name. Okay? His real name is it's not Jesus. His real name is Yeshua Yamashiach. Okay? That's his real name. And from now on, that's what I'm gonna call him. Because <clears throat> we are to know his name. That is his name. His name is Yeshua. Do you truly know me? He asked. Start throwing around his name, Yeshua. I swear, you start talking to your Bible friends and you start spitting the name Yeshua, they're going to freak out. They're going to be like, who is Yeshua? You're going to tell them that's Christ, that was Christ's real name. That was his Hebrew name. That was the name that the Lord gave him. That was the name that his parents gave him, Yeshua. He is to be named Yeshua. And that was his name. <clears throat> Another main focus you can have here when you're making discussions or decisions, is he your main focus? Is Yeshua your main focus whenever you're speaking to somebody that is asking questions about the Bible? Okay, here's another thing I wanted to say on this podcast is that are we as Christians prepared for those people that are going to ask questions? Are you prepared to answer the questions? The, the gay question. Okay? Some people are not prepared. Some people will be like, I, uh, uh, start reading more. Why do Christians hate gays? Because we don't. <laughs> Period. We don't hate gays. We, we love gays. We love, we were supposed to love them. We don't agree with their ideals because it's against the creation and the creator. God created us. In his image. And his image was this. For a man and a woman to get married, procreate, keep spreading the gospel. That is what we are to do. Okay? I can't stand here and allow people to have a false sense of what we as Christians believe in. Because some people will sit there and say, hey, Christians hate gay people. 
Really? Sit down and talk to the small Christian person and not somebody that is leading these super mega churches. You're going to the wrong people. Let me just say that right now. You're going to the wrong people. This is what I have to say. If I were to be put on the national spotlight and put on the news, I would not... I would I would not react the way that some of these so-called Christian leaders are acting. Cuz one they get they get frustrated and they get mad at whenever they ask them the question they're like, "Oh no, you hate gay people." I genuinely would love to have a civil conversation with one of these with one of these news anchors and tell them I don't hate gay people. I just don't agree with their ideals. I am to love them. I mean, it, it just cannot be more, it, it, it cannot be more bland than that. It's so easy. It is so easy. And the fact that we are being ostracized when this book is, is, is a book full of love and teaches us to love our neighbors, why is it becoming offensive? Why is it that when I read this book, I get so much joy and I want to love everybody? Just something for y'all to chew on there. Think about it. Here's another thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast. Did you know there's factories now that are making babies? I'm not making this up. This is straight out of a sci-fi movie. There's an actual factory where they are using gene splicing technology from DNA from two parents that are splicing together and putting together a baby in a little capsule. This is being, this is, this is, babies are being made in an artificial womb where not only is the baby getting your DNA, but also you can change its hair, you can change its eyes, you can change its physical strength. Now that, that, that's scary. That is scary. Now, let me show you something. Christ said when it, when the disciples asked him, what are the signs of your coming? And Christ said, so is the days of Noah. So will it be in the days of the son of man coming in the clouds. Let me let me let me stop this segment here. I'll jump on to this next part. You guys are going to want to stay here for this. See you on a minute. Alrighty. So I'm going to start this little segment off with some scripture, and we're going to go to Genesis chapter six, verses one through. Let's see. We'll do through eight. When the men began began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of man saw the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. 
His days will be 120 years. The Nephilim, keep that word in mind, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of man and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. The sons of God are fallen angels that came to the earth and slept with these women. Okay, the Lord saw how great man's witness, how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil at the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on earth, and his heart was filled with pain. Can you imagine that? Filling the Lord's heart, filling God's heart with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and birds of the air, for I am grieved that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So, Kyle, where are you going with this? Well, when these women were procreating with these angels they created something called the nephilim and the nephilim as i said are a result of angelic and human interaction and intercourse this is where you get stories of um giants like goliath okay giants were real they were real um but as a result of this they definitely are the nephilim okay um, this was a result of angels coming down and breeding with these women, which is not a part of God's grand design. Okay. And these people, these giants are a result of that. And they are an abomination against the name of the Lord. And so what is the Lord to do? He had to flood the earth. He was saddened by this. On what humanity had done. And only one faithful man. And Enoch. Was there. That was faithful to God. He built an ark. Because the Lord told Noah. That he's going to flood the earth. And judge the world for the wickedness they have done. And so the Lord did what he said. Because the Lord always. As he makes a promise. He's going to fall. He's going to fall through with it. He's going to follow through with the promise. He said he will judge the earth because of what these humans were doing. They were messing with God's grand design. It wasn't a natural birth. It was not a natural human. It was a cross-breed human. Now, Kyle, you may be asking, where are you going with this? These babies that are being artificially born, it's not a natural birth. It's not of a man and a woman. It's of a machine. It's not a real womb. It's a machine artificial, artificially breeding these children. <clears throat> and it's against the name of the Lord. It's against creation. This is very scary stuff when it comes down to it because you're sitting here listening to all these stories that this is a great achievement for humanity. Lesbian and gay couples are able to have their own genetically born baby. 
And it's against God's grand design. He chose, he said there must be a man and a woman in order to free, or excuse me, in order to have a baby. No man and no man, no woman, no woman can go out there and sleep with the same sex and create a baby. It just can't happen. It won't happen. It's not natural. It's against God's grand design. But with the technology we have right now, we are seeing that this is an abomination in the in the name of the Lord. Okay? And, and guys, I know this is a very happy episode. But this is information that we as Christians need to know. In America today, in the world today, we need to know that this is what we're facing. These are the things of the world that we are facing. And because we are living in the days of Noah, because the same things that are going on in the days of Noah are going on right now, so too in the days of Lot, there will be eating and drinking, buying, selling, uh, marrying, giving away in marriage. So too is going on in the world today. That just shows you how close we truly are to seeing Yeshua, our Lord, our Savior in those clouds coming back for his bride. It is so beautiful and I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. How excited are you guys? How excited? I'm excited. I'm very excited. Come on. Who's excited? I am. Pick me. Now, I didn't make this podcast to offend anybody. It shouldn't offend anybody because I have no no beef with anybody. I have nothing against gay people. I have nothing against that community. The only thing I'm trying to do for that community is get them to the Lord and get them on the right path, the right direction and out of that lifestyle. Because it's against God's grand design. And if anything, they're speeding up the judgment of this earth. Remember, the Lord said that he will not judge this earth by flood ever again. He will judge this earth by fire because he will consume this earth with fire and he will destroy it. He's going to burn this earth. He's going to destroy it. There'll be a new heaven. There'll be a new earth. There'll be a new Jerusalem. And we will sit by Christ's side, ruling with him. How exciting, how amazing is that? How exciting is that? Anyway, guys, um, to wrap up this podcast, I hope you guys have a great new year. Um, be looking. I'm looking forward to the upcoming year to, to start spreading the gospel um, in, in different sermons and different episodes. I'm, I'm so excited. Those that are listening right now, I thank y'all so much. Guys, we are, this podcast is being listened to so many different times, and I cannot be more grateful for that. Um, if you're new here, I'm doing this for free. It's just truly my passion to preach the word and to get people to know the things that are going on in the world today. God has called me to be a watchman on the wall for this kind of stuff. And I'm here to truly, truly, um, spread the word. I, I'm so excited for it. I love doing it. It's something that God has called me to do. 
and I really can't see myself doing anything else. So I really thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. If you guys are new here, please stick along. If you guys like what you're hearing, go ahead and share it with other people that need to hear it. Because, I mean, that's how we spread the gospel, right? I, y'all can reach people that I can't reach. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, guys, this, this, this episode was heavy. And it was just something that y'all needed to hear. And uh, God bless y'all. Um, please share this with anybody who you feel needs to hear it. If you're new here, um, thank you so much for being here. God bless you. I love you guys.